I am so excited to tell you that I'm finally reopening the doors to my Partnerships Masterclass course, which is absolutely everything you need to confidently build successful partnerships. And successful partnerships unlock an entirely untapped revenue stream for your business through sponsorships, while collaborative partnerships can see you reaching hundreds of thousands of potential customers without monetary spend. So they have the power to both make you money via a whole new revenue stream for your business and save you money with your marketing activity, which is so awesome. I have run this course quite exclusively in the past with really small cohorts of business owners, agency owners, and marketers. So I would say it's incredibly valuable if you're one of these three types of fabulous people looking to build a partnership skill set and revenue stream, or you're looking to offer partnerships as a service to your clients. This course is the most accessible way you can work with me personally as well. And while you have a lifetime access to the course content and obviously lifetime access to the skills and relationships you build as part of this course, you're also really not thrown in the deep end at all because I keep the cohort small on purpose so that you get that mentorship and support from me throughout the whole thing. So we're going to get you so excited about the opportunities ahead for your business, super clear on your growth strategy and how you're going to build meaningful and pivotal relationships. It's going to be so good. And doors open on the 11th of August. They're only open for 10 days though. So make sure you're on the wait list so that you don't miss out. We're actually kicking the cohort off on um, August 22nd. So immediately after the doors open, pretty much <laughs> the course begins and the doors are closed again. So you want to be on that wait list so that you don't miss out. I'll put the link in the show notes so you can access that. And you'll also nab some wait list bonuses as well if you're on there. So I can't wait to see you there. Uh, thanks so much for listening and I'll let you get into the episode now. Hello and welcome to Stop, Collaborate and Listen. We are a podcast about marketing, collaboration and business and we're brought to you by Collabasaurus.com, the matchmaker for brands. Hey, hey, and welcome back to another episode of Stop, Collaborate and Listen. I am your host, Jess Rufus, and today we are going to be talking all about dealing with rejection. Not a super fun topic, but it's something that absolutely everyone goes through. So I think it's really important to cover um, because rejection can come in so many different forms, you know, not just in professional life, um, but we can look at things, you know, like being rejected from a partnership pitch, being rejected from a sponsorship pitch, being rejected from, you know, investors when you're cap raising. There's so, so many forms of it. So today I've got eight tips for dealing with rejection. Uh, so without further ado, let's get into it. Tip number one is it ain't all about you. Uh, there is so much going on and there's so much more at play than just you when it comes to being on the receiving end of a rejection. Um, everyone you ever meet is fighting a battle you don't know about. I love that quote and it's so, so true. There's often so much more of a context around the rejection itself um, to do with the other person, other people involved, past experiences and all that kind of stuff that you have no control over <laughs> really. So it's really important to remember that it ain't all about you. 
Tip number two is some of it might be you, (laughs) but that's okay. So I've broken this down into three things. Um, The approach you take, the impression you give, and the value you can communicate in terms of what you're bringing to the table. So um, I talk about this a lot when it comes to sending cold emails or sending an email pitch for something. It's really important with these kinds of things to be able to take the right approach, give the right impression, and communicate your value straight up. I think everyone is very much interested in how something is going to benefit them at the end of the day. And we're all very driven by ego and what's in it for us. So it's really important that when you are going for something or pitching for something or trying to get a job or whatever it is that you're doing, that you may be up for some rejection, hopefully not, that you're kind of approaching it from an angle of here's what's in it for you, not what's in it for me. Um, Some of the biggest mistakes I see with cold email reach outs is that they're too long. It's all about you, not about them. And it's asking for something straight up before building a relationship, which gives the wrong impression. So have a look at the approach you're taking. Is it personable? Does it show that you've paid attention? Is it short and sweet? Is the impression you're giving, you know, really from the right place? You know, are you giving an impression of I'm, I've really considered this potential pitch or I've considered this approach and here's why it's really great for you? And have you been able to communicate really succinctly what kind of value you can add in whatever context it is that you're approaching this particular thing from? Try and keep yourself and the benefits to you out of it um, just so that that first reach out can really get you that first date so that you're not try- coming across as trying to marry <laughs> someone on the first date. Tip number three is be persistent and patient without being annoying. So I love Sophia Amoruso's quote, which is all about no is not right now. You know, no doesn't have to mean no. It can just mean not right now. So don't dismiss forever. Don't dismiss a no or dismiss an opportunity forever just because you've got a no straight up. Persistence is really key and patience as well. Be in it for the long game. If it's something that you really want, persist over time. I think a lot of people give up really early and the winners and the successful people are the ones who really stick at something for a long period of time. And that leads me to the next tip, which is keep the lines of communication open. So one of the worst things you can do with a rejection is to go completely MIA. (laughs) Don't go MIA. Ask for feedback if you can, or keep the lines of communication open in terms of, you know, like with investors, for example, we've got an investor list that we send an update to every month. Pretty much all of these investors have had, have said no to me at some point. (laughs) So I've been rejected by all of them. However, we keep in touch with them on, on a monthly or bi-monthly basis with updates so we can share our wins, our press that we've received, our growth that we've achieved, and we've been able to keep the lines of communication open so that we still remain top of mind for things as well. Tip number five is to keep a list and prove them wrong. I absolutely loved doing this. I did this last week. I sat down and went, you know what, I'm going to physically write down all of the people who have said no to me over the years um, because I cannot wait to prove them wrong. And I mean, I'm not going to do anything nasty there. I'm just going to keep that 
as a motivator for me. Switch that emotional feeling of being down and rejected into a motivational let's prove them wrong um, and you can keep them there as a bit of a push (laughs) to keep going. Tip number six actually comes from Monica Wolf. We were speaking on a panel the other day at an event and one of the questions from the audience was, um, how do you manage stress and look after yourself? And Monica, she's from Startup Master, her answer was practice being nice to yourself in your own head. And I think that's a really important one. We are very, very hard on ourselves and our minds are such destructive things if you let them be. So make sure you practice being nice to yourself in your own head. That's tip number six. Tip number seven is make sure you've got people around you who can be a bullshit filter and back you. So I have a couple of people in my life who are absolutely brutally honest with me, but because they're brutally honest with me, I know I can take their feedback and advice um, seriously. So if I've been through a bit of a tough time and I tell these people what's been happening, I'll get an honest answer (laughs) as to whether I was rightfully rejected or whether I should just keep on going. So those people are really important to have around you and they can really lift you up uh, when you're feeling a bit low when it comes to rejection. And number eight is self-care. So absolutely no one likes rejection. No one is superhuman. It's absolutely normal to hate rejection. (laughs) So I think self-care is really important. You know, make sure that you're getting out in nature. Make sure that you book in for that massage if you're incredibly stressed out. Make sure you have a wine with friends and treat yourself. All right. So that's it from me, guys. Super quick episode as usual. I'll quickly run through all those tips again for dealing with rejection. Tip one is it ain't all about you. Tip two is some of it might be you and that's okay. Just make sure you keep iterating um, and have a look at the approach you take, the impression you give and the value you communicate. Tip number three is be persistent and patient. Tip number four is keep the lines of communication open. Do not go MIA. Tip number five is to keep a list to prove them wrong. Tip number six is practice being nice to yourself in your own head. And that comes from Monica Wolf. Tip number seven is have a bullshit filter and someone to back you. (laughs) And tip number eight is acts of self-care. I hope that was helpful, guys. Uh, Thank you so much, as always, for tuning in to the Stop, Collaborate and Listen podcast. I absolutely am so humbled that you listen to this every fortnight and really hope that we can keep delivering great tips. Uh, If you're loving the podcast, we love seeing that you're sharing it across social media. Just make sure you're tagging at Collabasaurus so that we can send a big thank you. Um, And thank you so much for joining me in this episode. We'll chat soon. 